The Fake Show is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stephan, Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas, Brew City Brand, and by Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Toffey. Welcome to the show. My guest, Victoria Gotti, is a writer, reality show star, and the daughter of the late Gambino crime family mafia boss, John Gotti. She and her three sons starred in the A&E series Growing Up Gotti in the mid-2000s, which was a smash hit. Now Victoria is the producer behind the new film, Victoria Gotti, My Father's Daughter. I've got Victoria on the line right now. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good morning. I'm good, Victoria. It's nice to uh, speak with you again. I, I think it's been a while, probably since you were doing the reality show, I believe. So it's been quite a while. I'm trying to recall because I know when the show was on Growing Up Gotti, but were there many reality shows on at that point? No, there really were not. I think we were the first that, you know, um, if not one of the first that broke that barrier. And I think let a lot, I remember a lot of people saying to me, well, why would you, and these were, you know, people in the industry, uh, a lot of A-listers, uh, as you would call them, you know, people yeah. of, of great notoriety that would say, how, why would you, how could you let them, you know, come into your life? And I said, well, you know, you give them that part of you, uh, professionally. And that's what this is. This is a job, you know, this is supposed to be about just me. And somehow the kids, you know, had appeared on camera one day and, and it blew up and, you know, the network, they just loved it and the dynamics and the demographics and all that and the young people that came to the table. And um, it just blew up, you know, and at the end of the day, all those same people that questioned me so many years later were banging down the doors and looking <laughs> for their shows. And now everywhere you turn, I, I see all these people that I knew and I'm like, wow, look at that. You know, it's, it's, it's amusing. It's amusing. It- yeah, and you know, it doesn't always work out. Your your sons and you have great personalities and it's a good-looking family, so I mean, that's part of it. There's a certain chemistry there, but it doesn't always work out. No, it doesn't always. I mean, we we had like people ask me if I ever had any regrets and this that with that show, no. I loved what we did. I loved working with my children. I loved traveling with them. I think in, you know, other cases, people say, well, wait, oh, my goodness, it destroyed my life. Or, oh, we, you know, had a blast being together. And I think at the end of the day, too, um, again, no regrets, no regrets at all. A good part of my life. And then is it true your sons were actually uh, offered the Jersey Shore? Yes, yes. And they they did not take that. They just thought that, you know, this is not us. You know, if the world wants to make us into these, you know, um, cool kind of scrap rabble kids, you know, hanging out in the neighborhood. Well, that's fine. But we're a bunch of kids that went to prep school, were raised on Long Island, uh, had play dates at the house, you know, we're college bound. You know, they just didn't feel that was their cup of tea. And I remember my son standing up in that meeting when they had changed it to the to the realm of uh, the, the premise of Jersey Shore from this completely different, you know, aspect uh, for the second show, they just stood up, my oldest, and he said, I think I can safely speak for both my brothers to my left and my right. This isn't, we're not your guys. You know, this is not the yeah. show. We're not the show you want. And we walked out. I think everybody was in shock, but <laughs> I always gave him credit for that, my oldest, because he was only but 18, you know, 19, and he just, 
I gave him credit for that. I, I just think that was a very mature decision that he made. Yeah, I'll say. Well, congratulations on your new film, Victoria Gotti, My Father's Daughter. This is basically based on your book, right? Very loosely. People ask me that. And I remember when I first met the writer and he came to my home, uh, he had the book and he had it dog aired in many places. And I said to him, look, everything you've seen in this book, everything you've read, every, you know, put that book away. This is a whole different story. This is my story of, you know, that's my family and our, you know, kind of our upbringing and more about the, I think, the background noise that everybody was so concerned and interested in. This is so different. This is the wor my world, my life as a child from birth to now. Well, not now, but to dad's death. And it, it was seen through my eyes and, and the way my life unfolded. So no one could have known that but me, you know, my thought process, my, you know, what I went through with my father, the complexities, the, uh, the good stuff, you know, it just is so different than what anybody's ever seen. And that's what I wanted to do. And I think I read that this took a few years to get done, right? I mean, you're the executive producer. Than, but this... Yeah, it took about seven years. You were in on the casting? Very much so. They ran everybody by me and... The last person, ironically, to cast was myself. Um, Maurice was easy. I mean, when they brought Maurice Bernard, who was fantastic, by the way, yeah. in the role of dad, when they brought him to me, it was like a no-brainer. You know, I didn't even have to look at his tape or, you know, listen to it. I just knew that he could handle this role. And it was like after seeing so many actors, it was like, wow, boom, this is, you know, it's him. So... That was easy enough. Mine was the last role and the hardest role because casting yourself is the hardest thing anybody <laughs> can do. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the things, having seen the trailer at least, that I think will make it a success is the fact that you narrate this, which I think is a brilliant idea. You know, we wanted to make it a little, I wanted to make it different than most movies that are out there, just cut and dry. And there were a few of the scenes that after, you know, because I had, in the end, um, I had to do a rewrite and, and wrote the, um, the script and I had to sit down and it just wasn't some parts that were working for me because as a writer, having written novels and, you know, many books prior, I just felt even as a movie in a whole different realm of writing and thinking, you know, I just felt something wasn't working and missing and I felt I couldn't tell all that I wanted to tell in the short span of time that I had. So I started to add in, you know, a few of these voiceovers where it would kind of set up the scenario, almost like Sex in the City, you know, where yeah. Carrie Bradshaw, you know, overspeaks and sets up this scene. So it kind of takes you where it could be, you know, an hour, it's down to a half hour. So I thought, let me try this. And I did. The network loved it, came back and said, more, more, more of this. And then after that, when they read the final, I think, draft, they said, you know what, just one more thing. And we promise we won't we won't go anymore we won't push it we'd love to have you come on camera now and not only narrate but be on camera and narrate it so it's kind of like it's a biopic but it's it's a little bit of a documentary versus right. with, with a movie in it so it's very different and i think the audience will enjoy that by the way how are your sons doing and what are they doing right now oh uh, they're great they're doing well i am a grandmother one of them is married and has a two-year-old and he's the love of my life 
Wow. I can't get enough of him. Yeah, the oldest just recently moved out, bought his own home, and he's uh, he's a homeowner. And, you know, the baby, uh, I call him the baby, he's 28, but he's still with me. And um, I think it's like he's afraid to leave. He doesn't want to leave me alone. In the meantime, I'm thinking he's not ready yet to be on his own. And I know that that's the reason why he's still here. You know, it's because of me. And I feel a little guilty that, you know, Italian mother's guilt. But <laughs> they're doing great. They're working in the... Um, they own a recycling steel plant and they work together and, you know, it works. Most times it works. Of course, there's sibling rivalry here and there, but, you know, they work well together and they're doing well. Thank you. Uh, before I let you go, because uh, I've heard that there might be a project with you and your sons in the works. Is that still something that might be happening? We are working on something. It's it's different. I can tell you that. And uh, I think that if all comes to fruition, I think a lot of people are going to really, really enjoy this. I know I did in, in helping to create it. Always great talking to you, Victoria. Uh, Victoria Gotti, my father's daughter on Lifetime. Nice speaking with you and good luck with the film. Thank you. Victoria says this film was a truly rewarding experience because it was her story through her eyes. She's a smart businesswoman and a really good writer. I'm thinking we'll be seeing more of her and her family on TV again. That brings us to the end of this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes.